All righty. Um, let's uh, check in as we have uh, every time there's been a debate. We check in with the director of debate, University of Michigan debate program, uh, Professor Aaron Call, who is with us in advance of tonight's Republican debate in Iowa with just uh, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis in this uh, debate. Uh, the only other person who qualified would be a man named Donald Trump, who has not been at any of the debates, and it'd be hard to argue why he should be. But that's another story, another time. Always a pleasure, Professor. Thanks for being with us. Oh, great to be back. Do you think um, this makes it an extra better debate with only two people? I do think that, that uh, two people is the, the ideal number. You know, as the uh, number of participants has declined since the first one, I think the, the debates have just kind of gotten better in general. And this kind of has more of a feel to a, a presidential one-on-one debate. The candidates have plenty of time, don't need to worry about kind of getting a word in edgewise because they know that they'll have plenty of opportunities. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy he has been kind of an agitator uh, and in some ways a sideshow in some of the previous debates, so not having him there can really allow two candidates that are um, vying to be second place, uh, an, a credible alternative to Trump, um, just allow them kind of to go one-on-one with each other, while also talking about Trump, who's, as you mentioned, hasn't participated in the debates, because even if one of them wins this particular debate, if they don't make any, any ground on Trump or kind of bring him back closer to where they are, then it's ultimately you know, will be considered a failure. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I'll miss the, uh, the, the Ramaswamy putting everyone down and then Chris Christie's kind of sitting back and, and criticizing Ramaswamy. I always found that kind of entertaining. Yeah. Um, it definitely, you know, he, Ramaswamy especially found a way to get a lot of oxygen and he would, even though he wasn't in, you know, a top-tier candidate would oftentimes get the most amount of speaking time, and so he had a very good knack for that. I do think we'll see Chris Christie on stage again. There's supposed to be two debates coming up in New Hampshire soon, and just the way the criteria works, I think he'll qualify for those, but didn't hit the 10% threshold. Oh, I, thought, Iowa, so. I, I didn't realize. I thought this might be the last, well, the last before uh, the caucuses, I guess, begin. Yeah. But and, the, and then I did read that uh, Haley was really breathing down, if that's possible, President Trump's uh, back or neck, maybe, in New Hampshire. Yes, there's some polls that have come out showing a single-digit race. And a lot of people think if Christie were to drop out, then a lot of his supporters would go to Haley and she could maybe tie or eclipse him. But as of yesterday, he shows no signs of dropping out and doesn't think that Haley is kind of going forcefully enough against uh, Trump. So... So, yes, yeah, there are some polls uh, that, that show very close uh, with her in New Hampshire, and that's also why tonight's debate in Iowa is so important, because with Haley could, could get an upset second place um, in Iowa, that could provide her further momentum and really end the candidacy of DeSantis. Uh, and so there's uh, going to be a lot of stakes, and I think it's going to be a pretty you know, a negative tone of the debate, given how close it is to when voting starts and how much is on the line. I suppose Aaron Call with us, uh, Professor Call, Director of Debate, University of Michigan Debate Program. One thing that they won't be able to do is uh, neither of the candidates tonight will be able to kind of sit back and watch what's going on and use a little time to better prepare a response or a reaction when given the chance. They're both going to have to be on the entire time, and they both have been instructed, I'm sure, 
to be as presidential acting as possible? Yeah, these one-on-one debates require a lot more stamina. And as you mentioned, you always have to be on your game. You know, some of the early debates were eight candidates, and if you had to, everyone gets to answer a question, and you're uh, seventh or eighth, you have a lot of time to think about. You have time to go out and get a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, what you want to say, you know, what <laughs> criticize other people's, but no, this um, is a lot more pressure, and uh, and yeah, it'll kind of test them as debaters. And both of them have, you know, done very well so far. Haley's probably benefited the most from the debates, but I think DeSantis, I give him maybe a little slight edge in the last few. He, I thought. You know, going outside the box and debating Gavin Newsom kind of helped him. And then his main strength is that he's the only, he's the only incumbent. He's still a sitting governor. He just gave the state of the state address in Florida last night. Uh, he can always talk to policy issues that he's sure. doing on a daily basis where Haley's been out of the game for a little bit longer. So we, we always appreciate your insight and your professional help. Thank you very much, Professor Call. We appreciate it. Anytime. Take care. Director of Debate, University of Michigan Debate Program, Professor Aaron Call. Tomorrow's special program I'll be in the air, good Lord willing, back with you Friday, but the Detroit Policy Conference at the Motor City Casino. Special guests host Macomb County Executive Mark Hackle, Oakland County Executive Dave Coulter, Wayne County Executive Warren Evans. Stand by for Chris Renwick. Regards, Paul W. Smith.